Hey, 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 hey there, everybody. Welcome to the Film Pigs Podcast. We're coming at you from the internet. <laughs> My- I'm your host, Steve Skelton. I'm here with fellow film pig, Todd Robert Anderson. Hey, everybody. And fellow film pig, Stephen Fall. That's this guy. <laughs> that is this guy. That, I love this guy. So, uh, yeah, no, we're, uh, we got a podcast here for we're you. We're jacked you. into the net. We're jacked into the net uh, with Sandra Bullock and Hugh Jackman. <laughs> we're sword fishing. Barry. We're sword, we're sword fishing. And netting. We're, we're Johnny Mnemonicking. That's where we are. 250 grand a boob. So uh, let's get these war games started with some movie news. That's right. It's time for movie news. Only the most latest, greatest, and hardest hitting news from the movie world gathered by our crack team of movie news journalists, team journalists. Stephen Falk. Uh, Joss Whedon. Who's a guy? Who's a, <laughs> it's crack journalism. Who's a director? He's what? He's what? He's a guy. He's a guy. He's just a guy. He's just a guy who some guy. You know, his his ex wife wrote an expose about how he was uh, kind of a hypocrite. But you know, that's neither here nor there. That's not. That's not. That's not from us to say what goes on in a relationship. But he, yeah, he exited the uh, the Warner Brothers Batgirl movie after being slated, obviously, to write and direct. Um, and uh, his his quote was to paraphrase that he worked on it for months and months, but just at the end of the day couldn't find a story. And my question is, why? When has that ever stopped a DC movie before, <laughs> <laughs> or a Marvel movie, or any any intellectual? But it was especially a DC movie. <laughs> that was my my bit of news, and then the joke that followed <laughs> that I wrote. I liked it. Fantastic, Thank Todd. You. What do you have for us? Movie news style. Oh my God, you guys. Uh, this, all right, I'm going. <laughs> I had so many choices. Nick Castle. Do you guys know who Nick Castle is? No. Nick Castle is an actor and a stuntman. And he played the original Michael Myers. Oh. In the original Halloween, directed and written by John Carpenter. Yeah. Mm. He is reprising his role. Oh. As Michael Myers. Really? In the very new Halloween movie due out this year's October. He? Um, he's in his 50s. Isn't like David Gordon Green doing it or something weird like that? Um, I, I would have to look that up. I don't know. The thing that I liked about this was that not only is it Jamie Lee Curtis reprising a role, and I'm not 100% behind that. Yeah, David Gordon Green and Danny McBride. Oh, yeah. McBride co-wrote it. Yeah, right. So I'm not 100% behind the concept of making a sequel to Halloween that doesn't include all of the Halloween franchise mythology. But that's what they're doing. Right, because it's such a tight mythology that you really... But that's what's fun to, about it. You have to make it all work. I, I knew a guy in college. His name is uh, Jake Wall. And he's a screenwriter. And he had actually sold a script for a Halloween sequel that was about all of the survivors of all of the Halloween movies, all the characters who had actually lived through yeah, yeah. it. Um, and that's what that movie was about. And it was rejected. Which is ridiculous because that's a And this idea. is like easily 10 years ago now. And I was like, that's your 
that's your movie for your fans and that's your movie for the lovers of the franchise making something so this is what Nick Castle Jake said Jake Wall just wrote the new uh, Jacob's Ladder reboot really yeah. That's what Jake Wall does. He did the fog. You guys reboot. were online here, and this is he did how Cabin we can... Fever Three: Colon Patient Zero. Yep. This is how we can get all this information at our fingertips. We're jacked in, remember? <laughs> yeah, we're jacked in. I forgot this guy. Hey, Jake Wall. I forgot you. Hey, what's up, Jake Wall? We did Rush together in college. <laughs> Not rushing uh, fraternity. Rush the, a, the drug that was, was very popular drug. in the early nineties. <laughs> drug in a bottle. And you sniffed it and it made you crazy for two minutes. And then you go, that was stupid. Is that true? <laughs> Let's do another yeah. one. Yeah, me, Jake Wall, and a couple other people. They, literally, that's what it was. Um, so anyway, so this is what Nick Castle said about the upcoming new Halloween film. He said, this is huge news, you guys. He said, it's very similar to the original. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's my news. Okay. Okay. The that's, Halloween that's reboot really... sequel slash thing. That was crack. Yeah, yeah. it was crack. That it's was very rush. similar it was rush. to the original. Yeah. All right. My, my movie news is uh, pretty simple, um, but just uh, uh, Black Panther has uh, beaten the Avengers uh, for the highest Marvel Wednesday gross. Uh, fourteen point five million. Oh, That's 13. so 6 weird million. and specific. It's really specific, but it's also, I mean, it's like making a shit ton. But of it money. didn't. Somebody posted something about Black Panther that I thought was really funny. It was the fifth highest grossing opening weekend of all time. But the movies they put, like it was Black Panther in number five, and the movies they put around it were all fake. What so do you mean fake. Well, it was it was actual movies that didn't do well at the box office around Black Panther. Really? Yeah, it was a weird, but I thought it was really funny because it was, our, it, it, you know, it was like the Notebook was number four above <laughs> above it. Well, before we get into the theme, though, um, we should weigh in on Black Panther for a minute at least because it is the the huge movie of the moment. Black Panther will come up in movie jail. Um, okay. But did you guys see it? I've seen it. I did not because I'm very racist. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not racist. You don't like superhero movies. And I appreciate that. But at the same time, one of the uh, opinions I'd most like to hear on just the storytelling of Black Panther is yours. Because I know you have a certain prejudice. Not prejudice. Yeah, well, Against black people. <laughs> a, I was going to say against Marvel movies. Yes. This is going it, well. I didn't want to talk about the black people prejudice yeah. because I think that's going to turn off certain podcast listeners. Yeah. Uh, but we don't really have any, so it doesn't matter. So yeah. it's cool that you don't like black people, that you're right. It's a joke. It's a bad joke. <laughs> Not even a joke. Yeah, no, this is... It, and no, I, 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 I want to see it. I just... Uh, I, I, I'm, well, here, I, I mean, like, we've all made our... Mistakes. Complaints about Marvel movies. Yes. And they all come down to, for me, like uniformly with the three of us, is the third act of the Marvel movie. Generally, is kind of boring. 
because it's a CGI heavy action sequence. It's usually sequence. a big CGI monster oh. that everybody's you. Yeah. So I was Same thing with DC movies too, though. Like any comic book movies. Yeah, but DC movies lose you in the second well, act. It's not the third act. So Marvel generally, act. the best Marvel movies are great until the third act. Yeah. So What are the, the best thing. ones? Ragnarok? I like Ragnarok. Yeah, Ragnarok. I like Ant- Guardian, Ant- Guard- Ant- First Guardians. I like Ant-Man. I don't think Ragnarok is one of the best ones. It's one of the funnier Avengers. ones. The first Avengers, Spider-Man. yes. Uh, I like Spider-Man the, Homecoming, yes. Yeah, the first two Captain Americas. First I'll Avenger, give you the first two. And Winter Soldier. I like Winter Soldier, too. I did not. I did yeah, not, yeah. I did not see the new Spider-Man. I got, I got burnt out. Oh, Spider-Man oh, Homecoming. I understand that. I saw all the fucking Tommy McGuire, and then I saw all the fucking Andrew Garfield. <laughs> yeah, and they were like, now another one? And then there's another one. This is outrageous. No Thank you. But the horrible thing, because it's the best one. Because it is when the He's first, real when the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, and it's got Michael Keaton. He texts Michael Keaton. It's better. It's better. Playing a bird, man. He's a giant old bird. It's better. It's better than anyway, all the old sorry. Spider-Man. I, I would like to see it. I feel like from everything I know about the movie, it's better than it needed to. be. It's way better than it needed. Yeah, to be. it is. And yeah. Skeleton. Third act of this movie. Yeah. How did it compare to... And it's... I think that Black Panther is entirely a Marvel movie. It's one of the better ones. It's still too long. Yes. And it still falters. It still has too much CGI, like all yeah, superhero yeah. movies. Yeah, yeah. But, but the third act yeah. did not bore me to tears. And there's a good reason is... And I think, you know, both... The, you know, this past year, both Black Panther and Thor Ragnarok... Are you going into your movie news? No, 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 no. This is uh, the black. That was my the Black Panther money was my. Oh, that's movie it. News. Um, Are but, we done with that? Yeah, we're we're done. This is just the final thoughts. But we're having black a fun Pan- conversation. We're Why having a little Black to, Panther. Like, move on to the next segment. Just I'm trying to follow the thread of the conversation <laughs> yeah. with two drunk people. But both, but both. No, sh- <laughs> shut up. Both Thor Ragnarok <laughs> and Black Panther. Take uh, the 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 kind of uh, uh, Shakespearean tragedy model, uh-huh. and they both do something very different, and both a lot of fun and interesting with it. But Black Panther has a very um, of all the Marvel movies and comic book movies in general, it has kind of the deepest, most interesting supporting cast of characters mm. who have their own stories that are really interesting. So that's what keeps Act Three going is all of their threads. In addition to the well, it also seems like uh, beyond the Marvel aspects of it, it's the it's one of the only movies in or like popular movies I can think of to sort of a kind of kind of uh, uh, take a fantasy approach to the African diaspora. Yep. I like that. That I, I can't think of a single other one, and maybe it's just my. Lack of imagination or knowledge of African American cinema, but I don't think so. I, it's it's and that that seems that seems notable, but then for it to also be fucking kick ass and for, yeah. for people to love it, yeah. like I I really appreciate I, I appreciate it without even seeing it, yeah, and then a, I want to see it. And it's, see a, like and it. it's a tremendous amount of fun. I mean, yeah. it's a good time. Yeah, That's all I want. Last year we're, we're good. It was a good year for Marvel movies. Thor, I just want a good Thor time. I just want a good time. Whoa. Black Panthers this year. Well, but I, I, from starting from now and going back a year. This fiscal year. The fiscal year. Yeah. yeah I'm talking fiscal year. You know yeah. me. I always talk he's, business. He's a Q2 to Q4 <laughs> kind of guy. You know, you know, that's just me. Well, and I get why they released it in February. Um, why? Well, because they got Avengers. Because it's Black Coming History up. Month. 
Yeah, and and Avengers is coming up later this year, right? No, no, no I'm serious. That's why they did it, right? right? Why Just else would they release this giant comic book movie in February? Because it's gonna get hedging lost. their hedging their bets. Well, it's gonna get lost yeah. as far as award season. But hedging their bets and also maybe trying to stay away from quality fi- film. Yeah, no, that's like you know, a lot of find com- a find a non yeah a we made this really weekend. good movie. No, and- comic book movies have been starting to do this. They've been starting to butt back into March February territory but when there back, isn't any other competition. But like back, Deadpool did that too, right? Yeah. Deadpool butt backed. Deadpool butt back, you guys. But Deadpool, that's the strategy. Deadpool butt back strategy. But Deadpool was R rated, so that makes a little more sense. Yeah. Uh, this movie is the best, arguably. The best Marvel movie that Marvel has produced at this point. Yeah, I think definitely. As far as the story. Yeah. And they dumped it in February because it's black. That's fucked up. I'm I'm just saying that. I I think that's fucked up. They should have saved it for October or November because it is really good. I feel like Black Panther is for African-American film goers what Deadpool is for snarky nerds <laughs> who think T.J. Miller's funny. <laughs> Is that a thing? It's, it's, a, really, it's a small subsection. All right. Well, that's good. Well, at least we got at least we got the important Whoa. middle-aged white guy take on Black Panther. <laughs> Thank God. If only Richard Roper hadn't, hadn't bought a bunch of illegal bots and got kicked <laughs> off his paper. That was so important, you guys. Sorry, Rich. Let's move on to uh, the actual topic of this podcast. Take a black one to move me. Give Appropriation. Me <laughs> All right, so uh, what we're talking about this podcast is uh, the direct to video <laughs> era. <laughs> direct to video in the Netflix era, in the streaming area. Uh, era. DTV. 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 What is kind of a mostly now become video on demand, I guess is what you call it now. You guys, I just got stars. I just got stars, epics, and cinemax along oh, with my HBO shit. and Showtime. Oh, in a package deal? Yeah, I got oh. a package, oh, package you get deal. to watch Ash. The new season of oh, Ash. Ash versus Evil Dead. I'm coming over to your house. I can watch yeah. Counterpoint, too. Ooh, Counterpoint. When are, you, are you having Ash screenings? No, I'm not. Ooh, you are? Yeah. <laughs> that was really Change good. that? Y- yes, Dada. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'll be over. All right, listen to this, because I wrote all this down. So listen, and then we'll talk about <laughs> <Sorry>. it. <laughs> you guys... So, I love how it's like, shut up, shut up. I have a thing to get through. That's all right. Okay. So we're talking about direct to video in the Netflix era. We're all middle-aged guys on this podcast. White. To us, white middle-aged guys on this podcast. So to us, direct to video is meant. But the cockazoids. (laughs) Direct to video has meant generally super low budget junk, usually action movies with washed up stars that used to be able to open a movie theatrically like Steven Seagal. Uh, these movies ended up in video rental stores in chunky plastic and VHS horror franchise cases. sequels. Don't forget and horror franchise. Yes, but they were a cheap way to fill out a store's catalog and for a studio to attempt to recover some of the budget of this usually disastrous project. Because <laughs> apparently in the eighties and nineties, a, a lot of movie budgets were just spent on cocaine. And I and missed then, that. And then yeah, and then they dumped the rest of it to a VHS. <laughs> <laughs> so now. 
uh, that were in the 21st century. I always century. snort my cocaine off of VHS tapes. <laughs> it's what's nostalgia, the nostalgia factor. For nostalgia. Yeah. Um, but 21st century, now we're firmly ensconced in the streaming era. Direct-to-video is starting to mean many different things. Even the phrase direct-to-video feels inadequate, uh, antiquated, uh, replaced by video on demand, essentially. Netflix... Multi-platform. Multi-platform, releases. you know. That's what they call it. Yeah. So Netflix has led the pack of streaming services and filling up their catalog with classic direct-to-video fare. Your lower-budgeted action thriller vehicles starring former box office draws like Bruce Willis in essentially walk-on roles. They let the production put the face of the guy who was in Die Hard on the poster. Mm-hmm. But... As Netflix's platform has matured, and as they started producing their own content, they're also trying something new. Stop giving me those looks. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, not. You guys are giving Todd's looks. very entertained by me, and I'm just listening. <laughs> Netflix is trying something new. They're buying higher-budgeted films that would normally have been destined for the dreaded January release window for films studios traditionally don't have a lot of confidence in. Bright and the Cloverfield Paradox are the two biggest examples right now. <sighs> Bright, especially with its estimated $90 million budget, is a project that would have undoubtedly lost money if it had been released theatrically, but found an, if not profitable, at least uh, a break-even home at Netflix, which got to add a big-budget Hollywood film to its permanent catalog. Then Bright 2 is coming. Yeah, no, and they're, and they're going to be doing more. But then there's Netflix entering the almost direct-to-video prestige area with critically lauded and award-nominated fairs such as Mudbound, uh, movies that get limited theatrical release so they can be eligible for awards. But they're essentially... Um, Which they claimed they weren't going to do, right. but then Amazon put the pressure on them. Right, exactly. And yeah, so there's this, the this whole kind of like a one-upmanship going on there yep. on, on that side. Um, and and these are small, lower-budgeted indie-style movies that uh, would have been so under the radar they probably never would have gotten a wide release in the first place. And possibly if they'd even existed in the '80s and '90s era of directed video, would never even really have gotten a release to video stores. We never would have no, seen these. Nobody. Period. Would who's a Steven Seagal, Chuck Norris, straight to video yeah. apologist would have been like, yeah, I want to yeah, watch I check this out. Yeah, I want to check this out. So streaming yeah. has now blurred the lines, embracing both guilty pleasure direct to video fare and small prestige projects to enhance their catalogs, with sites firmly set on large budget theatrical quality releases. Now, what I want to throw to you guys is what does this mean for the future of filmmaking, and how is it going to affect the traditional theater going experience? That's a really good question. That you're too drunk to answer. <laughs> but I will anyway. Oh, I figured. Um, here's my thinking is is up to this point, up until the streaming uh, business situation and the fact that there are prestige movies that the streaming services can make part of award season yeah by I giving that, like a limited yeah, to qualify I, 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 I think that the B movie in general has been pushed to uh, video uh, direct video streaming but which is essentially video on demand now right right streaming catalog so, streaming catalog so and types. I don't know what's going to happen but if things like Mudbound and all that become so important and so and they become actually popular, then it's gonna kill the B movies that I have left. And and that terrifies me. But is it? 
because but that I don't know. But if be, if because, it becomes so at, prestige at, friendly, yeah. But if but, it becomes the most only, important thing, that's which only part of all the big stars, you're forgetting, you're forgetting something. Yeah, argue, well, arguably, forgetting. I would say bright is the most important thing movie Netflix is dealing with right now. But you're also forgetting the international market for mm. cheap uh, fare. And that no, 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 that's true. But I, titty movies, your horror, your, yeah, your yeah. Uh, action and, with the yeah, but so guys. much of it has become and, unavailable and, to me because of region coding and lower uh, and lower budget and lower budget, uh, uh, like European and like UK European yeah. thriller action yeah. productions that also make up a large portion of Netflix's catalog. Yeah, just to be clear, I'm not I'm not concerned for the rest of the world. <laughs> I'm concerned for myself. Well, I'll talk as for the rest of the world. <laughs> Someone who looks outside of himself. <laughs> That's a lie. That's a bad <laughs> lie. <laughs> All right, how about I'll put it this way. Someone who gets off on pretending to have knowledge about the rest of the world when he doesn't actually care except how it makes him look. Okay. Perfect. To okay. have said knowledge. <laughs> Or be able to bullshit his way through an answer. Okay. Okay. My my problem is that it feels like what kept movies. Uh, well, are we talking about straight to like? Oh, well, we're talking about prestige stuff too. But yeah, that I mean, my point is, it's now it's become so blended. Well, it has that multi-platform yeah. release. Yeah. Thing I, well, like, like, okay. About a month ago. My my wife and I decided to go to the movies. There's nothing out because it was January or beginning of February. So we just picked an indie kind of at random. And I bought tickets. And then before we went, I was looking on the on the one of my many streaming services, probably Apple, you know, probably yeah. the Apple TV. And it was there. <laughs> and what I was, was like, it? Uh, it was a Rebecca Hall movie called Permission, like a sex thing. A sex. That, that we was the that movie. was the tagline, like a sex thing. <laughs> like a sex thing. <laughs> like a sex. <laughs> and I was really mad. And what I re- what 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 hit me is that I think day and date shit is bad for mm-hmm. theatrical, um, because who in their right mind would go to a theater when it's sitting on their TV? When they can just watch it, right? Yeah, because you know, actually, that reminds me. Why would you put on pants like an asshole to go into public? There's nothing I like more than going to the movie theater. Almost, that's almost like number one. It's probably number three. It's my favorite thing too. Yeah, and and yet, and yet, I was incensed. I would have stayed Mm. home and watched it on the TV. I just got the movie pass card. Yeah, you know about that? Yeah, sure. No, he's he's never heard of it. You pay ten dollars a month, you guys, and you can see a bunch of movies. (laughs) But I, I got it at at a theater in Barstow. (laughs) I've had it for a month, and every time I've looked up what I can go see, I'm like, ah. Oh really? So I'm just blowing. It's very limited. Well, you well I just got it, and it's now. So yeah, well, it's limited. Like I wanted to see Black Panther, but no passes. So, oh, oh, oh I see, no passes. So yeah, you have yeah. to wait. You have to wait a couple weeks. Yeah. I, I, well, so okay. So sorry to try to focus. I I feel like the um that that the streaming services are putting out too many movies. It's devaluing uh, content. Content is just becoming disposable. Uh, not that interesting. Um, 
you know, they are signing like people like Adam Sandler and the Duplass brothers, and they're they're providing they're providing money for a lot of people to make movies and mm-hmm. and or for low budget stuff to be on there. But at a certain point, who gives a shit? It's just a race for content for value, right? So it, it matters less what it is, I think. And and yes, Bright would have lost money, maybe. I mean, arguably. After P and A, ninety million budget. It would have it would have yeah. had a steep drop off after yeah. opening weekend. But yeah, but you're talking, I you're talking think international. That, I think that Will Smith would have opened it decently. I don't think it would have been an after Earth disaster. But they were clearly not confident it was. Good. No, and no, same, no, and same no. with Cloverfield, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, but Clover, which is totally budgeted at about half of. Broadway. Yeah, but it's also it's happening more and more that 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 you see you're seeing movies being offloaded to Netflix. Yeah, um, Cloverfield is more insidious than Bright, I think, because it's not an original story. It's not new material. It's part of a franchise. Yeah. Um, and Ten Cloverfield Lane and Cloverfield Paradox are both. Uh, other stories that they jammed into. Yeah, they just jammed a Cloverfield movie. They're like, oh, we had this and yeah. we'll make it a Cloverfield movie. To me, that's more insidious than a shitty movie like Bright being trumpeted. Because Bright did not get the Super Bowl uh, advertisement. I, I feel, you know, it's true. Um, I feel like in general, Netflix is, is I, I'm in favor of them. I like them. I like their stock. I like. Um, I agree. I agree. I like. I most like them, of what but, they're, but they're also they're being very aggressive about building their the catalog that they own. Yes. So because they know and everyone in the future yeah. is now going to be building their own streaming Disney's services. Gonna be, yeah. And they're going to start stripping away the content that they've been. Using. I. I but, but what I what I what I will say is I feel like they are homogenizing their own brand to the point where the way they market their stuff, everyone everything feels the same. Yeah. In a way that Disney does not. In a way that a studio does not. Yeah. So slapping the Netflix logo on it and somehow the way they the way their marketing always looks, it cheapens things and it makes it look Netflixy and yeah. kind of lame. Well, because it's like because Netflix, you go, hey, Netflix is producing this. You don't know what you're gonna get versus Pixar. Yeah, and yes, when you I mean, have a much better idea of the level of quality, you, you're going to get well, and ne- yes, and so I, I feel like they should just from a, even a graphic stance brand their stuff differently, tier their stuff, make it look different um, on the site, and then maybe have. So you're talking about like maybe like you know like like boutique. You maybe studios. have maybe have a studio but within still, Netflix. What yeah, works yeah. about Netflix what for their prestige about, stuff yeah. Versus, yeah, yeah. versus their junk versus their stuff. TV. Have, their, have their dimension films. Yeah. Have their. I for think your, they should do that. But, but for your 15 bucks a month, the the thing that's working for Netflix is what worked for HBO back in the 80s. Is that. The idea is you get this incredible material with A-list talent, blah, 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 blah. You, you have Bright. You have Mudbound. You have uh, you have a J.J. Abrams produced sci-fi thriller. But you don't have to fucking go anywhere. So the idea is you don't have to go to the theater to see this awesome thing. And the truth is the theaters, you know, the stuff you see in the theaters is there's as much garbage there as there is on streaming. But the excitement, like Netflix is creating, like the Super Bowl ad for uh, uh, the Paradox movie, 
made everyone so excited that they could watch a movie theater movie in their house right after the Super Bowl. That's the marketing. It, it, it has nothing to do with the actual product. Yeah, it's which is all about the marketing. The it's like it, it, the it, movie ultimately is mediocre, and that's why everyone went. Why did you? Yeah, but the movie. Why did you do this commercial for this movie? Like going theatrical ah, movies. Look at this, and it's like eh. theatrical movies though have made that matter. So where that where the the actual streaming service and the marketing come together, you, you know, you you talk about. The movies in theaters, they're incredibly mediocre. We get excited to go see a new Star Wars movie and it's like, eh. You know, regardless of the political bullshit that people put around these Marvel movies and Star Wars movies, they're in general pretty mediocre and disappointing. In general. And you dragged your ass out there. So the fun thing about Netflix is you can get excited about a shitty movie like Bright. And be excited about it the whole time in your because underpants. you're in your underpants what, what, and you're jacking off. What was your qu- okay? What was your question? I'm not sure quite anymore, but it was <laughs> like sorry. really like you know. I I, I'm also well, well. I mean, one of my questions was, and it's kind of what Todd was. Is Todd jacking about. it? Is Todd? Ja- well, we all know the answer <laughs> to that, and it's uh, yes, resounding yes. But uh, one of one of my questions was when I'm not is, jacking it, it means. <laughs> It's time to say goodbye. <laughs> is I got a you know what? Left. How is this going to affect movie going? Uh, you know how is this going to? Because like because like the example you gave is like you love going to the movies. Yeah. But when you saw it was available, you yeah. got mad like, but I could just sit here. And I mean, it, you know, I I think probably indie film is going to continue to get squeezed and squeezed and squeezed more um, because there's less and less. There's less, less and less impetus to go and see the indie yeah. movies where almost everything is day and day. But do you on, think that that's where it's going to find more of a home on streaming services like Netflix? Indie film? Yeah, like with the Duplass brothers have just closed I their guess, deal. I guess so, but it, I, I, it feels like that it doesn't make it any easier to, to stand out. Yeah. If something... The bar to, to stand out as a Netflix show now is Stranger Things. Yeah. I mean, really, I mean, there's a lot of shows on there, but things aren't really getting the hype. And certainly the movies that are that are being shit out of Netflix and no one's paying attention to them. It's coming. Yeah, I mean, definitely their their success has been in. in It's just product and episodic TV. But but isn't that akin to what comes out in theater? I mean, most of 80 percent of what comes out of movie theaters gets forgotten in media. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. There's a big problem with indie distribution anyway. So, yes, it's sure it's good that indie movies are, are coming out on these that that this new Maggie Gyllenhaal movie, the I can't remember what it's called, the bus driver or something. So it's Sundance. It's going to be on Netflix, and that's great. But it'll just like one day just pop on your TV, yeah, and, and you maybe watch a little bit of it, and then fold laundry and like because yeah, it's devaluing yeah. the work. Yeah, I because there is there is there is no I see there that. is no like like a marketing push to really and there's announce no marketing push to no. say hey look at this there's this new movie now when they're announcing they're right. going to launch a new movie every three days or yeah. something like or they pick one and it's well, the right I yeah. mean arguably the work of the artist his or herself is 
been devalued for yeah, yes and and, and this and, is just the next level of that. and so then to play the opposite side of what i'm saying well at least you know eyeballs are getting on on these projects and that's good and even though it feels kind of cheap and anticlimactic and and whatever it, it's if it's sustaining the work then i guess that's good it's hard to, I mean, as an artist, when you when you think about, if you can get eyeballs on whatever it is you create, then that's what you want. Yeah. You know, if you think it's good. And well, that's kind of essentially like what the Duplass brothers were saying about their Netflix deal was, it's like, you know, this is, for us, this is good because what we find is people watch it yeah. when it shows up there. So eventually people find it. So, um, you know, this is kind of, yeah, there's just this I, is an evolving thing. It's I know, I know how much work goes into making something, yeah. and I see things being made and just being like pooped out and really just existing as a commodity, as a, as a, yeah, as a number to yeah. put by the amount of content they have yeah. versus Hulu or versus Amazon or versus. You well, know, I think it is definitely with streaming services right now. It is a race to build a, a catalog. It of is. Content. It, of content, yeah. it, it's not, it, yeah, but it's, so they can it's, sustain without licensing that they're going to be losing in the next ten years. Yeah, but it's but it really is about those numbers yeah. and not it's it's yeah. it's quantity, not quality. And again, just to not put too fine a point on it, but I think Hulu and Amazon are definitely not nowhere. Or I haven't figured out either, but I think Netflix is doing a disservice by making everything so heavily branded. That they're, and, and they don't have a strong brand. Netflix yeah. does not. HBO you brought up, or FX, who I work for, they have strong brands. Yeah, that's true. Yes, they. the bug in the cor- bottom right corner may be the same on every show, but they have a brand yeah. that doesn't homogenize all their content into yeah. one thing. American Horror Story feels and remains very different than it's all of a sudden on yeah. Philadelphia, but somehow it still feels all yeah. of the same brand. Whereas on Netflix, I don't know, does it? I don't think so. It's just kind of... Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I think FX and... Definitely FX. I don't know about HBO anymore, but FX takes risks that I think a lot of people don't. And I don't... That's what's always surprising to me about Netflix's original content is so often... Sometimes it is daring and, and original, but most of the time it just feels very derivative and... Uh, nostalgic in a certain way. Yeah, no, they, they, they. I mean, yeah. Even in, like they're like bright is a very nostalgic. It's it. It feels nostalgic. One, you have Will Smith, who hasn't nobody's cared about since the nineties, and two, you have a story. How dare you? I am Legend was amazing. <laughs> was that two thousand two? 2000 no that was like 2007 yeah. I, I I love Will Smith I'm not I'm not all I'm saying is you know bright West was... James West Desperado <laughs> Rough Rider no you don't want none of, none of this right, I, take back, I take this. back what I just right, said Will Smith it, is we're going to wrap it up last words Todd um, or were those your last words uh, those were my last words okay. I don't know how do you have any last words Stephen Falk on the subject welcome to Miami uh, shit. I'm trying to think of the other words <laughs> oh, from that. Okay, good. Well, uh, why okay. don't you move on? Those, while those he are the last words. The so, yeah, that's uh, the state of uh, <laughs> video on demand, straight to video streaming services, and we're moving on. <laughs> oh. oh, you guys. Yeah.
that those drums, those serious drums, means yeah. it's time for movie jail. Yeah, movie jail. Oh, this is uh, the segment of the show where we put a uh, a professional, cinematic professional, movie professional, on trial for crimes against cinema. If they are found guilty, they are remanded to the Robert De Niro Maximum Security Federal Penitentiary. It's got so many wings, you guys. Maximum security, minimum security. There's a yard with angry dogs. There's the, we got like a boat we put people on for some reason. Uh, just there's all kinds of punishments and uh, it's a very serious thing uh, everyone needs to take it very seriously and uh, this session of court is uh, the case is being brought uh, to us uh, by uh, uh, the barrister Stephen Falk Stephen Falk please approach no. the branch no no, no, no not Falk Stephen Falk I'm, I'm the bailiff you drunk son of a bitch <laughs> I'm going to allow this <laughs> and the uh, barrister Todd. I was about to, I was thinking to myself, why did I write all these stupid words? <laughs> barrister Todd. What a waste of time. Present your case. Mm. You guys, this is a very special day here in this court. Your Honor, uh, this is, uh, I am bringing to the attention of the court a class action lawsuit. Oh, this is, I think this is a first. Uh, this is the people versus fanboys. <laughs> Your Honor. The people have suffered the garbage commentary and quote-unquote think pieces from the fanboys of cinema for far too long. First, they screamed that Lady Ghostbusters would ruin their childhood. You just spit I just spit on my paper. Said Lady Ghostbusters. That's, that's the spit of passion. And also because it's Lady it's Ghostbusters. It's very plosive, that it's, word. It's legally admissible. <laughs> Then they cried out, not my Star Wars, because the Star Wars franchise decided to focus on women characters for a change. Now, did, they, did they really? Yeah, it's what crazy. Little cunt, oh, God, yeah. What little yeah. cunts. Now, we've got these same fucking assholes calling Black Panther, the movie, racist because one of its white characters is referred to as a colonizer. If they don't like it, why don't they just go stream some old Charles Bronson and Chuck Norris movies from the 80s, which are certainly more in line with their prejudiced sensibilities? It's very simple. Or they could just wait for that new Bruce Willis death, which I'm sure is going to... Yeah, and it's fucking Eli Roth. It couldn't be more awful. (laughs) Just wait. Hang out. That's your thing. Your new death wish. Enough is enough, Your Honor. these, These are ultimately just dumb movies. As well made as Black Panther is, it is ultimately just escapist fantasy. Its cultural significance is in its casting and its makers and in its color, not really its storytelling. The story is a Marvel story uh, and feels very much like a Marvel story. These are roller coaster rides designed to thrill in order to get your money. This isn't three billboards or mudbound or anything like that, and it doesn't warrant these kinds of socio-political conversations, especially ones featuring the Nazi perspective. Yes, Black Panther is an effective action movie. I loved it, uh, and my kid loved it, but at the same time, it is just a silly movie. It, it, it preaches a message of nonviolence the entire time when ultimately all the story's problems are solved violently in uh, the obligatory CGI orgy of destruction Marvel third act. It's fun. 
But ultimately, if you really think about it, just like the first Star Wars, it's kind of stupid. And we the people would like to be able to go to movies for fun. For the goddamn fun of it. We want to go to the movies, get giddy, have a few laughs, then go home and forget about it. Nobody goes to a carnival to buy cotton candy so they can be greeted by a barrage of sexism, racism, and homophobia from a bunch of neckbeards calling from mom's basement. Nobody wants to hear these toxic man boys anymore. I, I mean, I certainly don't. Except, you know, they do. The... They want to hear the, their themselves. No, I under, the court understands. Is this, is, the question is, is this a fascistic stomping on freedom of speech? And the answer is yes. <laughs> but it's the good kind of stomping. We seek reparations from these screaming morons. And it seems to make sense from here on out that any comment made by a fanboy on the internet will immediately, immediately be greeted with a fine. That fine will be buying movie tickets for a family of four to a film featuring women, minorities, and LGBTQ characters. I rest, Your Honor, because mostly because I'm uh, very tired. I'm very tired. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay I'm ready. I said I'm, all those things, and I stumbled a couple times, and, yeah. and, and I no, no, no. Your the patience. court, the court is ready to rule. Um, I, uh, I, I've heard your arguments. They, they make a lot of sense. Um, I would like to point out that none of this is an actual First Amendment issue because the First Amendment only involves the government uh, shutting down what you say. It doesn't involve uh, people responding uh, to dumb shit and calling yeah, yeah. out dumb shit for being dumb shit. So, yeah, I, I, I'm going to find... Uh, uh, the uh, Fan toxic fanboys guilty, uh, and I will sentence them uh, to the ticket buying. I will also sentence them to uh, uh, their internet. Will only be able uh, to allow them to find sites on uh, women's studies and uh, the history of people of color. Uh, and can you imagine the madness? <laughs> and uh, no pornography and no Reddit. Can you, can you cut 4chan as well? And 4chan is and out. 8chan. 8chan. <laughs> Especially 8chan. Uh, so ordered. Oye, oye. <laughs> so, Come yeah. to order. Toxic fanboys. I feel like I did an okay yeah, job. It's uh, definitely uh, uh, a huge problem. Yeah, and... Yeah, like crybabies about like girls being at the head of Star Wars. It's the dumbest or, fucking yeah, thing. Yeah, it's so awful. Well, and also just the concept that calling a person a colonist in a fantasy film is fucking stupid. Well, it's also, so fucking also, stupid. It was hilarious. Yeah, it's a good joke. It was a solid joke. Yeah. Fuck uh, off, so, you guys. Yeah, it was very, very funny. And uh, yeah, you gotta have. Yeah, you got. You know, get out of your get out of your comfort zone, weirdos. But their comfort zone is hatred. Yeah, that's true. Wait. I don't know what that Did is, and I don't that? want. I, yeah, I heard it, but I don't want to talk about it. It's upsetting. <laughs> I just want to keep talking about whoa, 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 racism. Whoa, there it was again. Racism Wait, is more comfortable. Yeah, there. I, I'm a bad boy. That's. Uh, uh, that's uh, uh, the guy from. 
from Con Air. No, that, yeah, it's Nick Cage. That, oh, oh, Nick Cage. It's Nick Cage, you guys. That means it's time for the Nick Cage Memorial Bizarre Line Reading. That's where uh, every episode uh, we pick uh, a line reading, not necessarily from Nick Cage, could be for anybody. But in in the in the I mean, so style, much better if it's Nick. If Cage. it is, that's fantastic. But you know, in the style of Nick Cage, honoring Nick Cage, uh, the crazy, the weird, the cra- the bizarre, the good Nick Cage, the not good, the bad the Nick Cage, fun, something there's a boring Nick Cage, uh, outrageous and uh, entertaining. And this episode, Stephen Falk, you have a line reading for us. Yes, you guys. Uh, this is called the Nick Cage Memorial Line Rating. Yeah, we just this one features <laughs> this one features one Nicholas Cage. Oh, oh nice. my God! It's like he answered my wishes right away. And like he's he's the wish and, master. He's the wish master. And wishes. one Willem Dafoe. Oh, a double. This a is a climactic part. shootout scene from Wild at Heart. Oh. There's a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of other lynching. There's a lot of fight fighting and shooting happening, but there's a lot of little gold nuggets within. And let's just listen. Here we go. Say cheese. Call it man. You're next, fucker. <laughs> Those are dummies. Dummy. <laughs> okay. Why don't you step up here, hot shot? I'll slap that smile right off your face. <laughs> This time, <laughs> peanut. Oh, look at that thing! You gotta get that thing sewed back on. They sew them things back on. Works good as new. I can't find it. Where is this damn thing? Gotta be here somewhere. That's basically it. That's what the two the two uh, sheriffs who have had their head blown off, and try, just rolling around in a pool of blood, trying to put their bodies back together. Yeah, Willem Dafoe is just laughing the entire time. It's as you can tell from that sound design in general. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, Dafoe in the '90s was very special. Oh my god! I mean, there's a long scene. It was a little disturbing to watch, but. Uh, and I've seen this movie so many times, but when he's like basically trying to rape and then just have sex with Laura Dern, oh, she gets yeah. turned yeah, on. Yeah, it's awful. Oh, it's fucked up. That movie's but crazy. Lynch, yeah, man. Fantastic, fantastic. Yeah. Hey, uh, Todd, your is your 
cousin here for... Oh, Jesus. Are you serious? Oh, shit. Yeah. He's he waiting He's waiting in the car. No. Oh, uh, I'm I... so sorry, you guys. He was so excited when he... He heard that this was about direct-to-video yeah, stuff. Yeah, he's like, no, I gotta do with uh, the DTV corner with yeah, Tom yeah. Sling Dog. Yeah. And I'll go. I'll go get him. All he's right. in the car. Just give me. Give yeah, me literally a fifteen second. seconds I'm to get happy. him. I'm gone. I know. I'm I'll sorry, right but I'm this is time. Uh, this is time time for the DVD corner. I'm out of the car. Oh my god! What is this place that you guys are in? Oh boy! Oh my god! This is crazy. What is this office? It's like it's, a, it's not it's where we a, usually meet. It's just an office that I'm borrowing. It's Don't a great it. office. It's I'm just so above the, the Italian place. I was I was in the car looking into the Italian place. It seems yeah. like people are well, having a lot of fun. Did Todd crack a window for you? Yeah, he left the back window open. Yeah. Yeah. So you're so T- Todd's cousin. Yeah, yeah I'm Todd. Yeah. And mm-hmm. this is a DTV Corner. Yeah, it's a completely different character. <laughs> As you can, as listeners can no doubt tell, just just with audio, like the visual enough is so different. You guys, I'm so excited. Yeah, to do be you here. have something? For oh us? my god, do I have something? Oh boy. Oh my god, do I have something? Okay. Do you know which franchise reached its tenth movie? No. This no past month. No Leprechaun. Nope. Good guess. That was a solid guess, but there's only been eight leprechaun Critters? films. Nope. Only four of those. Okay. Ten. There's ten of them. Ten. 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 What is it? It's the new Hellraiser movie. There's a tenth Hellraiser? <laughs> it's the tenth Hellraiser. There's a second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, and ten. Do you want me to walk you through them all? Uh, no. I, I do not. No. I do not, Todd. I can. I, we uh, don't have no, that kind no, no, of time. No, no, Todd's going to come back soon. Todd, why don't you, you know, he gets this out of here. This one is called Hellraiser Judgment. It's the tenth film. It's the third actor playing Hellraiser. Pinhead. Uh, yeah, Pinhead, right. Hellraiser's really the it's people It's just the who, title of the... Yeah, Hellraiser's really the main characters who raise no, the Cenobites. demons up from hell. Cenobites are the race. Right, Cenobites. Cenobites. You don't know anything about Hellraiser, do you? No, I've seen them all. Hey, well, let's talk about it, Tom. Right. We'll t- tell us about it. Okay, so this is what this one's about. It's these brother detectives. They're uh-huh. brothers, and they're detectives. That's, I got that from brother and detectives. And there's crazy serial killer murders that are happening that involve, like, hooks in the skin and uh, shit. And that and is crazy. seems a lot like the end of the third Hellraiser yeah. film. They keep talking about it. And then they team up with a lady te- detective. She's a lady. And the three of them have to figure out the serial killer stuff, but then they realize, oh, maybe they're being sucked into like some kind of weird, hellish vortex. Uh, and, hate then, that. and then, and hate, then, and uh, then, Pinhead, the Cenobite, the head Cenobite, shows up, yeah. demon from hell, and he's mad and he wants to take all the detectives to hell. So here's the thing about Hellraiser, the the series, is after the fourth one. Which was an Alan Smithy film that was re- released in theaters. Is that the space one? Yeah. Yeah. It's the. Where they're on the space station? It's time travel and space. Who took yeah. their name off it? 
Uh, I, I, nobody of note. Weirdly yeah. enough, it actually was a guy named Alan Smith. Yeah, he's just, yeah, yeah. But he still <laughs> took his name off. <laughs> he was actually named Alan Smith. He said, don't put... Just, yeah, use uh, Alan yeah, Smithy. Yeah. yeah, so that was the last one that was released in theaters. And then Dimension Films, uh, which, if you're aware, is a, a, a subsection of Har- Harvey Weinstein's rapist <laughs> tendencies... Has had the no. Rights. I thought it was. A, isn't it a subsection of Miramax, which they haven't controlled in yeah, like they over sold a decade? Miramax. Yeah, of course they don't control it. But Dimension Films has had the rights to the Hellraiser franchise forever. So every now and then that the rights come up, and all they have to do is make another movie. Uh, so they have some other shit script in 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 the <laughs> pipes. That they're like gonna make under the movie in their in their they, shit script pipes in their yeah. shit script pipes that they legally for some weird reason that I don't understand they have to make into a movie and they're like oh shit we have to make this a movie and we also have to maintain the rights to Hellraiser so we'll just jam Pinhead into these movies into a shitty script literally yeah. that's what all these movies have been after the fourth one which also seemed that yeah, way like Bruce Willis direct a video yes exactly yeah. so that that's what these are so this new one is the best of those post the fourth oh. Hellraiser and here's why it's disgusting it's not interesting <laughs> and it's not engaging but every 10 minutes it's horribly disgusting and I don't mean in the like uh, uh, what's the guy's name Andrew Robinson in oh, the yeah, end in, of the first one with yeah. the hooks in his face it's not that kind of good disgusting because it doesn't have that it's mostly just people barfing <laughs> and naked ladies torturing fat assholes <laughs> Including the guy who directed the Feast trilogy. So <laughs> that's just fetish porn. <laughs> it's, it's fetish porn for people who like straight to video horror movies. <laughs> that said, I think it's the best of the Hellraiser sequels post the fourth one. It's super gross if that's what you're in the mood for. And it's got boobs. This is how I classify it it's an at least franchise movie. It's not as shitty as the last five or four or five, but at least it's got disgustingness to it and okay. naked ladies. So that's yeah, that's my that's my review. All right. Well, Tom, that was yeah. uh, that was great. That was really um, this office. Yeah, is thanks great. for joining. I noticed that you guys have like a no, nap you, area. No, that's yeah, not no, for. No, it's not a it's, nap area. Yeah, that's no. no that's it looks really nice. No, Can I just I lie get, down? No, it's no, just it's oh, for display God only. God damn it! Get off. Oh, I I know I can't go back to my apartment hey, for hey, a while. Can you? Uh, could you uh, go? Uh, have Todd come back? Could you? Go oh, he's hey, why don't you go? Why don't you go to the bar downstairs and we'll meet you there after? Yeah. Oh, it'll get. We'll get crazy. Meet me at the bar. We'll meet you at the bar. All right, bye, 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 Tan. I hate that guy. (laughs) He's the worst. He really is. Hey guys, I I apologize again for. Thanks, thanks a lot. Was it okay? I mean, he was fun. Did he say anything interesting? No. No. (laughs) But you guys know what that music means, though, right? What? It's time to play a game. What? Oh yeah, that's right. It's time to play Willis Cage Brosnan or Banderas, (laughs) the game sensation that's sweeping the nation. (laughs) 
In WCBB, players are given a movie title from the Netflix library. They get one point if they can identify which actor stars in this direct-to-video picture. Bruce Willis, Nick Cage, <laughs> Pierce Brosnan, or Antonio Banderas. Oh my god. Players get an additional point if they can identify the occupation of the character. Cop, <laughs> businessman, politician, husband, criminal, professor, etc. For a maximum of two points, there is no stealing. Note... There is a wild card. One of the movies on this list stars James McAvoy and is worth three points if identified correctly. No additional points for guessing his occupation. All right? Wow. Are we clear on the rules? I like these. It's a simple list. We just have 25. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. All right, Todd, are you ready? Yeah. Number one, your movie that is currently on the uh, U.S. Netflix catalog, Rage. Hmm. And Rage is something... That's the title of a movie. And tell me the names of the actors I have to choose from. Oh, God. I gotta... Okay. You you have uh, Bruce Willis, Nicolas Cage, Pierce Brosnan, or Antonio Banderas. Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage is correct for Uh, one point. I knew that one. Can you guess his occupation for another point? Lawyer. Incorrect. God damn it. Incorrect. He Do I a, lose points? No, you don't. You just don't get that extra point. He was a criminal uh, slash legitimate businessman. Uh, he oh, is, he does two different thing. things in there. Uh, Stephen Falk. Yeah. Your movie that is currently streaming on Netflix is IT, as in information technology. IT. Is it Bruce Willis, Nicolas Cage, Pierce Brosnan, or Antonio Banderas? Pierce, Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan yeah. is correct. Good call. Yes. Good call. And uh, can you get anywhere close to his occupation? Like a, he's like a CFO of like a tech company. Close to the CEO, CFO, I'll accept that. That's yeah. Two, <laughs> that's two points. That's two points. I will. I am play. I will play fast and loose on the occupation. Uh, that's good. Okay, um, that was one one letter away. <laughs> exactly. That's very good, uh, Tom. Now yeah. remember, you guys, uh, somewhere in here is the yes, wild card, uh, James, James McAvoy. McAvoy. Yes. Don't forget, Todd, yeah. number three. Currently streaming on Netflix. Fire with fire. Is it, <laughs> is it Bruce, Bruce Willis? Willis. It, it is Bruce Willis. No, really? It yes. is Bruce Willis. And he is in the. Is and does he play? A CIA operative? Incorrect. I'm sorry. He is a police officer, a cop. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, easy mistake to make. Uh, it's, it, yeah. it's tied up now 2 2. 2 2. All right. Uh, Stephen Fong. Yeah. Number four here. It's currently streaming on Netflix. Security. Is it it Bruce Willis? Is it Nicolas Cage? Is it Pierce Brosnan? Or is it Antonio I'm going to go Banderas. You are correct. It is Antonio Banderas. He's a security security guard. He's also a security guard. I would have also accepted Marine because he's also a Marine. Yeah. Um, So that's two points for four. Wow. Taking a strong lead. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Todd, Todd Robert Anderson. Yeah. Seeking justice. Nicholas Cage. <laughs> it is hell yeah. Nicholas hell yeah. Cage. Of course. <laughs> and uh, what is his occupation? <laughs> a seeker of justice. <laughs> I don't know. He's a fucking uh, dad. He's a dad. Well, that's not a job. Oh, oh, you, contraire. You, it, 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 it can be a family member as well. Occupation can be a family member. Well, seeking justice is dad. I mean, he's a dad getting revenge for... Not... 
Are you? Sh- is that your final answer? No, my final answer. Nick Cage. You're close. In Seeking Justice is a uh, wait. What would he be in Seeking Justice? Shit, he might be a dad. He's definitely remember. a dad. No, there's another one. Okay, there's. I mean, a, he's definitely gimme, a dad. There's another one where he's actually a dad for sure. No, no, no. Seeking Justice. I've seen it. Is he's he? a dad. It's All right, then they're fine. He's a dad. dad. Fine. But that's not, that's not, that's that's not the occupation. occupation. I mean, I feel that's like his, occupation. his occupation in that is probably a, a pulse. He's probably a fucking goddamn architect or some bullshit like that. Teacher. He's a teacher. He's like a... Like yeah. a I, I gotta take I gotta take exception yeah. with okay. giving so, no, a dad no, no, point. no points on that. That's fine. Uh, Stephen Falk, yeah. currently streaming on Netflix. You can take exception. <laughs> and then I will take currently exception streaming on, on Currently stuff. streaming on Netflix. You made Look, a mistake right Todd? there. Todd? <laughs> currently streaming on Netflix, Stephen Falk. The Runner. I don't feel safe. <laughs> Is it... The runner. The runner. Is it Bruce Willis? Is it Nicolas Cage? Is it Pierce Brosnan? Is it Antonio Banderas? I'm going to say Nicolas Cage. Oh, shit. You are right. Yes. Nicolas Cage. I've never even heard of the I'm going to say he's a gun runner, arms dealer. Incorrect. I'm sorry. He is a politician. Ah. What is that? It's a a politician falling from grace due to a sex scandal. From what I read on the blurb on on Netflix on my Xbox. I'm so good at this game. I totally. You're better at this This than me. This is my game. Bullshit. You know why? Because I don't know him. (laughs) So I'm just using like. And I'm actually going. You're trying to remember it. Yeah. I don't know. Todd. Yeah. Your movie currently streaming on Netflix. Border Town. Is it Bruce Willis? Is it Nicolas Cage? Is it Antonio Banderas? Oh, this could be a trick one. Is it Pierce Brosnan? Border Town? Border Town. Border Town. <sighs> I have to go with the racist, racist. and say Antonio Banderas. You are correct. <laughs> oh, my racism is correct. As much as I hate reinforcing your racism, you actually are correct. Now, do you know Antonio Banderas' character's occupation? A border patrol agent? Incorrect. Drug dealer? Incorrect. Drug dad? Incorrect. (laughs) He's a journalist, editor of a newspaper. Uh, Whatever. No points. That doesn't make any sense. Stephen Falk. Wow. Your movie, currently streaming on Netflix, Dog Eat Dog. Is it starring Bruce Willis, Nicolas Cage, Pierce Brosnan, or Antonio Ben. Fuck you, James McAvoy. That is incorrect. God damn it. It is no points, and McAvoy is still in play. Damn it. <laughs> was that Antonio? No, it was Nick Cage, and Nick he was Cage. A, played a criminal, ex-con kidnapper. Damn it. Um, uh, but uh, I, I admire the Thank boxing. you. That was Thank good. you. Because was good. I was waiting for somebody Thank to Thank you. Uh, but McAvoy is still in play. It's done. It's, 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 in... it's put. It, I'm, I put that my bet a... on the zeros <laughs> in real life. That was a fair. It's going to come up eventually, but you don't. You know, you're wasting <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Todd. Huh? Your movie, USS Indianapolis: Men of Courage, currently streaming on Netflix. Nicholas Cage. I just watched. It's, it's the dumbest the movie. It's so the that's, worst. That's and false. He, oh shit. You're right. I'm sorry. That's me. You get two points because he's the captain. And, God damn it! Uh, it's a Nick Cage. So, I was uh, just now, watching uh, that. Todd, Todd Hanley. one I know. One, two, three, Wait, who was Doggy Dog? Nicholas Cage. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That uh, was good. I've never. Todd has taken the lead with one by one point. Only one. Oh. It's by a, one point. It's anyway. It was inevitable. It's still it's still anybody's game because um, uh, we're only on ten of twenty five. Stephen Falk. Yeah. Your movie. 
currently streaming on Netflix. Extraction. <laughs> is, is that starring? Is that starring Bruce Willis, Nicolas Cage, Pierce Brosnan, or Antonio? I'm Banderas? going Bruce Willis. It is Bruce Willis. Yes. And can you tell me his occupation? Uh, I'm going to say he's a SEAL. SEAL commander. Ooh, or something like so that. close. CIA agent. No. Not, not, not quite it's close so, enough. That's so, too old. Like, it's yeah. so dicey, the yeah, SEAL. Yeah. Yeah. It's good, though. Uh, it's good. Well done, though. So I it's stand tied behind. Up. It's tied up now. It's, it's, it's a tie game. Uh, Todd. Yeah. Currently streaming on Netflix. Acts of Vengeance. Wait, who gets the last one if it's 25? Yeah, but but the wild card is, is in there. That's the 25th is the wild card. All right, I'll just I'll no, stop. No, that doesn't on, work. I'll stop. I'll stop on the. I'll stop on twenty four. Yeah, he'll figure it out. I'll stop on twenty four. Skeleton run. Is I'll, I'll, no, you I'll, were first, I'll so you're going to get an extra crack at it. Yeah, I I volunteered. It's a good. It's a good. It's a good. It's a good point. I pushed my way in first in the line of for food. You could have said you wanted to go first. I would no, acquiesce. It's, it's a good point, and I will skip one somewhere in in the list. Yeah. It's better to go not second because then you not know necessarily where you're at. the last one. But or McAvoy one. necessarily. Yeah. All right, what's the name of the movie again? I don't know. Acts of Vengeance. Acts oh, of Vengeance. Is it starring? Bruce Willis, Nicolas Cage, Antonio Banderas, or Pierce Brosnan? I know what I'd do. I'm going to go with McAvoy. Incorrect! McAvoy is still in play! I know McAvoy what I would have done. McAvoy is still in play. No I know. Uh, Pierce Brosnan. Ax- no, it's not. it wasn't Pierce Brosnan. It was Antonio Banderas. Uh, and he plays a lawyer. I've never fucking heard of that. Banderas, man. It's streaming on like, Netflix? Why can't I have a career where I make movies constantly and nobody knows about it? <laughs> Okay, um, <laughs> Stephen Falk. I'm supposed to just see movies that no one knows about your life. Either Stephen Falk, your movie yeah. currently streaming on Netflix. Yeah, Survivor. Is it starring Bruce Willis, Nicolas Cage, Pierce Brosnan, or Antonio Banderas? Survivor. Survivor. Oh, I know what it is. Mm, gosh, I don't know this one. Survivor. Survivor. I'm gonna go. Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. You are correct. Uh, 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 what is his occupation? Uh, Pierce Brosnan. In real life, he bikes in Malibu every day to the <laughs> In this movie, Survivor, however, he is an assassin. You are dead right. Yes! He is an assassin. Holy This is fucking bullshit. Six now. How, Holy, the fuck how is, is he, he so good at this? Oh my god. This why is... are you why don't you fucking pitch me straight to video? <laughs> why are right. you pitching Todd Anderson in Survivor 2? Right. You Todd. have power in this town Todd. and you're wasting it. Todd, your yeah. movie. Yeah. Currently streaming on Netflix. Good. Black Butterfly. Oh, Jesus. Is it starring <laughs> Bruce Willis, Nicholas Cage, Pierce Brosnan, or Antonio Banderas? James McAvoy. Incorrect. McAvoy is still in play. God <laughs> No points. It. It's Antonio Banderas. He plays I have thought he, about doing the race of screenwriter. Oh, I love that. Jesus yeah. Christ. I, want, I just want to say... Me getting 
survivor and assassin and assassin Solid. that that's is amazing. like that's like a quad that's like five that's like six quads this in one is routine fucking that was beautiful <laughs> i would recommend rewinding that like, that was this beautiful is, this is the kind you of bullshit can't I, can't, bullshit. I can't be no, mad you can't say, i can't yeah, be mad, can't be mad it's mad bullshit that was beautiful it's bullshit i'm still home on you i'm not mad at i'm not mad i'm still home i'm not no you're right you're winning properly yeah your movie yes currently streaming on Netflix <laughs> this is my favorite game of all time <laughs> set up this is the best game of all time is it starring Bruce Willis Nicholas Cage set up Pierce Brosnan <laughs> I can't believe you found the least I've not heard of set up set up Jesus I'm going Bruce Willis. Holy shit, you're right. Oh, yes. I was fucking going to beat you with my microphone. You cunt. What you're like, his kiss is... God is damn his, it. What is his occupation? In the movie Set Up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> starring Bruce Willis. Yes. <laughs> He's a detective. Incorrect. Yeah, fuck you. He's you <laughs> lost that point. He's a crime boss. Oh, okay. Crime boss. Right. Um, I gotta get both of these. Very, very ones. nice uh, on the Jesus on the Willis Christ, get, Falk. Uh, Tom. <laughs> He's like a DTV genius. Yeah, it's I feel crazy. like you could make my career, my I dream could, career. career. It's, it's he's, he's 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 at nine to your six. <laughs> no, now, I know. You this have is to step horrible. it up now. So, Todd, your, my anger is about my own shame. <laughs> Todd, your your movie, ah, oh, Jesus, currently streaming on Netflix, uh-huh. is Vice. <laughs> Bruce Willis. Correct. It is Bruce Ooh, Willis. Nice. Vice is Bruce Willis. What is his occupation? He is a cop. Incorrect. Oh, he is a CEO, a businessman. Oh. Whatever. It's a science fiction Good comedy job. show. Wow, yeah, really? There's so many of yeah. these. Mo- yeah. I want this list. I, I must watch <laughs> some so of these. That's so weird because like, I'm aware of so many of these movies and I've, but you've I've never seen, not you've watched You've like, like flipped past them. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm why haven't you watched these? I've been, blink. I don't. Why? I, like most of them, well, most of them I, I, I don't because I've been fooled I, already. I will let you guys know I watched the James McAvoy one last night. That's why it's a while ago. All right, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> Which, by the way, is still in play. <laughs> it's still in play. Stephen Falk, your movie, currently streaming on Netflix, The Trust. Is it starring Bruce Willis, Nicolas Cage, Pierce Brosnan, or Antonio Banderas? Or James McAvoy. Who is the wild card? That's tough. This one's Mm -hmm. tough. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. This could be anything. The Trust is hard. This could be anything. Go with your gut. You've been it's you it's been serving you well so far. It has. Uh, I wanted to say McAvoy, but it's but I, I'm not I'm not chasing the zeros on on roulette. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Pierce Brosnan seems like he would be involved in like a trust, but I don't think there's as many Brosnan. I feel like we've blown through a bunch of them. Banderas, I'm not feeling it. I'm going Nick Cage. You are correct. Yeah, yes, motherfuckers! <laughs> Woo! That brings you to 10 points. Wait, 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 what wait, wait. What is his occupation? He's a lawyer. Incorrect. He is a cop slash 
criminal because he turns bad. Oh, fuck. But holy shit, that well good. done. <laughs> that, that's the fucked up thing is like, I knew that one. That's like, This is a guy like, who has his finger on the pulse of Hollywood and how they cast that's genius. shows genius. based on titles. Genius, genius, genius. Yeah. Todd? Yeah. Your movie, mm-hmm. currently streaming on Netflix, A Christmas Star. Is it starring? Antonio Banderas. Incorrect. Shit. It is Pierce Brosnan. Oh. I don't know what his occupation is because there's not really any information on this movie. So I would have just given the extra point for that. Wow. All right. All right. So that 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 was I, a, I that every was a other one that comes up for me is like I Look, don't know it. That was Pierce Brosnan. That was a Pierce Brosnan Christmas a kitty Christmas movie that's okay. on Netflix. Yeah, I think I remember seeing him on the cover of that. Yeah. Uh, Stephen Falk. Yeah. Fuck Stephen Falk. This is your, wow. your movie that is currently streaming on Netflix. Pay the Ghost. Pay the Ghost. Is it starring Bruce Willis, Nicolas Cage, Pierce Brosnan, or Antonio Banderas? Oh, boy. Pay the Ghost. Pay the Ghost. I know this one. Fuck. You know this one? Yeah, because, yeah, I've seen it on my. When I'm flipping through trying to figure out what to watch. Been like, what? What was the last one? Who was it? Previous one? Oh, the Christmas one. Yeah, that was. Pay the Ghost. Pay the Ghost. Bruce Willis. Oh, I, I don't. Cage, I, my my, my radar is down. Antonio Banderas. That's a hard, it's a hard one, but. Mm-hmm. Pay the Ghost. I'm going to go Antonio Banderas. Incorrect. That was it a is, really good call. Nick Cage. It, 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 it is Nick Cage. Fuck. Nick Cage. I, I thought Nick Cage. But it yeah. sounds like an. Yeah, Antonio it does sound like a Banderas. Um, uh, no what, points. What, no what points awarded. A professor. Pay uh, uh, the ghost. Uh, no, uh, no points. I knew awarded. that was yeah. Nick, but yeah. I would have guessed Antonio Banderas as well. Todd. Yeah. I'm the ghost. <laughs> the ghost. Yeah, it makes sense. Hey, you have to pay the ghost. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, pay the ghost. I just did a French. Hey, pay, the, pay the ghost. Pay the ghost. <laughs> Todd, yeah. your movie, uh, currently streaming on Netflix. Okay. Are they all streaming on Netflix? They are. Currently. Currently. Automata. Antonio Automata. Banderas. And it is correct. It is Antonio Banderas. What is his occupation? Oh, Jesus Christ. This one's a little specific, so if you get relatively close, I'll give it to you. He is... What's the name of the movie? Automata or Automata? Automata. He is a wow. It's what? a it's a sci-fi robot. He's thing. a oh automata. Uh, automata, yeah. I I want to say he's like like a Blade Runner ass detective. A detective yeah, who hunts down else. robots. A hunting is you're in the right zone. He's a robot wait. hunter. He's a he's a I don't know what you call that. It's not a thing. Yeah, I there can't, are no he's robots. an insurance agent. It's oh, not yeah, really no, not a cop, yeah, so I can't yeah, quite yeah, give no, that no, to no, you. you can't. So we're still ten to eight. Yeah. Um, uh, How nice for you, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Stephen Falk. Yeah. Your movie. Yeah. Currently streaming on Netflix. <laughs> is Welcome to the Punch. Is it starring Bruce Willis? Nicholas Cage, Pierce Brosnan, James McAvoy. Yeah, it is starring on. James McAvoy. Yes, that that's, wasn't. Fuck yes, that's, that, that's not point. a straight to video movie, by the way. 
I know. Well, they're not all like that's like a. It, it, Thus far, they all have been. Welcome to the Punch was an indie movie. Uh, do I? Uh, oh, you said no bonus. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, there's no bonus, but he. What but, is that but, movie? but can you guess what uh, he might play? Well, I think he I, might, he I might gave play. It away. A, are you playing a bartender? No, he's a cop. Oh. Um, it's a, he's it's a, a dirty thriller. cop. It's, it's a, a dirty yeah, it's cop. A, it's, a, it's a thriller thing. It's not very um, good. Uh, but do y'all watch Good Time yet? Filth is better. Yeah, I like Good Time. I just no. saw a Green Room. Oh, I like Green Room. Oh, Green Room's great. Green Room's, Green Room's great. Tom, yeah. your movie, uh, currently streaming on Netflix, mm. Lay the Favorite. <laughs> is it starring? Lay, L-A-Y. Lay, Lay the, the Favorite. favorite. Yeah. The Favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Is it starring Bruce Willis, Nicolas Cage, mm. Pierce Brosnan, or Antonio Banderas? Oh, this is tough. This is tough. Tough. Pierce Brosnan. Bruce Willis. Incorrect. It is Bruce Willis. Yeah. Really? Gambler. Gambler. He's a gambler. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you know this movie. Yeah. No. I've, you don't? No. You Fuck don't? You. No. How do you oh, know? but he, you, the, it's the title. Gambling. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. but you knew it was Bruce Willis. If I'm going to make a gambling movie. <laughs> you're not going to do it with Brosnan. It just sounded like a Brosnan British or, title. Or, or Banderas. Yeah. Yeah. It sounded like That's, a yeah. UK type yeah. of title. Stephen Fault. Yeah. Your movie. Um, this currently, game sucks. I found stream, the McAvoy. She did find the McAvoy. Currently streaming on Netflix um, is Finding Altamira. Finding Altamira. Is it starring Bruce Willis, Nicolas Cage, Pierce Brosnan, or Antonio Banderas? Who hasn't wanted to find Altamira? <laughs> I, you know, look. It's a timeless question. Here, here's here's my, 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 my prediction is that I'm going to say Antonio Banderas and you're going to say Ron Pierce Brosnan. And that's what I'm going to do. Antonio Banderas. You are correct. It is Antonio Banderas. Yes. Oh, fucking do asshole. You, can you uh, name... What's it called again? Finding Altamira. Fuck this can you Can you guess his occupation? Bounty hunter. No, he's an archaeologist. Oh, eh, so that's go. that. Uh, I wasn't expecting. There that. are so many. Mo- are, are these all English language, or yeah, some of them yeah. English language? Uh, Todd, yeah. Your <laughs> your uh, movie. I'm like looking at that. It's right now. It's currently <laughs> streaming on Netflix. No Escape. Oh, that's so generic. <laughs> Is it starring Bruce Willis, Nicholas Cage, Pierce Brosnan? Or Antonio what if it's Banderas? all of them? It's, it's not straight to video. It's Pierce Brosnan with Owen Wilson. If I'm yes thinking, yeah, nice. I'm gonna. I'll give you a point just for knowing Owen Wilson isn't that. Um, you get two points. And, and do you know what his? Uh, well, I don't know what you call it, but he's an anti-terrorist operative. That is correct. Yeah, I had government agent is kind of his generic thing. Um, so I'll, I'll do that because simply because Falk has the last uh, the last one and. He's ahead, so yeah. But uh, for uh, shits and giggles, Stephen Falk, the last one, last movie title, it's currently streaming on Netflix. (laughs) Vengeance. Is it starring Bruce Willis, Nicolas Cage, Pierce Brosnan, or Antonio Banderas? Vengeance. Ooh, I mean, I feel like Bruce Willis is the go-to guy for vengeance <laughs> type stuff. I feel like Nicolas Cage ensure ensure number of product out there. It's it's a Nicolas Cage joint. I, I'm not feeling the other two. <laughs> so your final answer? Vengeance? I'm going to go Bruce Willis. 
Incorrect. It is Nicholas Cage. God damn it! I'm sorry. Yeah, like he plays hearing you think your way through that was awesome, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "It's so 50 50 He's so right, yeah, and, fi- and it could final go either score, way. Stephen Falk wins fourteen to eleven. Uh, well, oh, yes. I'm not gonna be mad about that. Yes. No, no. You can sit down and not be. A no, dick I'm about just. It. No, I'm not. No, I'm not being a dick. I'm just excited. I'm he really kind of like puzzled through some of those. Jesus really Christ! It really was impressive. I love that game. I mean, I I want to like state for the record that I'm pissed off. This game is bullshit, and I hate everybody. Yeah. Yeah. But very impressive. Thank you. Very impressive. Uh, I, I, I commend you on the best game we've had in years. We have a, a small I mean, difference. The shark of one was a lot of fun. That was a good game. But that was tremendous. That was, that was a good game. What's horrible about it is like he was just guessing the whole educated guessing the and, whole time. And he got the back and of I life. was actually searching through yeah. shit I had that, watched. That was your mistake. Yeah. 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 Really, it's like the knife in the back was him getting the McAvoy, though, I think. The back, uh, well, as soon as you said, I was like, fuck you. Like, welcome to the punch. Everybody knows that's McAvoy. I, 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 Nobody, I'm, I'm, what do you mean no everybody knows, knows that's It was McAvoy. either that or filth. It was one of those two. Yeah, they sounded English. <laughs> All right, well, that was fun. But then I, part of me was like, maybe there's one that isn't. Yeah, well, you two. know, but those uh, those sad kids. Oh, Mark Strong. I like that You guy. know what that means? Oh, yeah, yeah. Strong's in <laughs> Mark Strong's all right. Those oh, sad kids good. means, it, you guys, it's time <laughs> It's time for the bottom five. <laughs> it's time for the bottom five. Welcome to the and Punch is Not. Good. I got my uh, bottom five uh, direct-to-video movies from my youth. Um, now, these may not have been exact uh, direct-to-video movies. It's hard to say what it was. But they yeah. feel like, they may have yeah. Had, yeah, they feel like it. They may have had limited theatrical runs, but I only remember them from uh, finding them in the video store. Right. Um, so uh, they are, uh, in no particular order, Omega Doom, starring <laughs> Rucker Hauer. I made you watch that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but I'd seen that in high school. Uh, Hands of Steel, an Italian sci-fi uh, movie with John never, Saxon. Never seen uh, Slipstream, starring Mark Hamill. Yeah. Robot Jocks, which I know was really in the theater, but I only got it. What? The Robot Jocks. Was yeah, a- if you thought that a Pacific Rim was an uh. original concept, you're wrong. <laughs> you got to see Robot Jocks. Okay. It's just a It's like Pacific Rim, but like with no with, money. With with no money. money. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. awesome. Uh, and thanks to an unrelated email from longtime film pig Andy Stamps Kamenetsky, Abraxas, Guardian of the Universe. <laughs> Starring Jesse the Body Ventura, with an appearance by Jim Belushi reprising his same character from The Principal. What? It's not a joke. Yeah. He, this is true. He, he said that to us in an email. I was like, holy shit. Amazing. <laughs> Principal Latimer shows up in this Jesse Ventura sci fi piece of garbage. Jesus. And I completely forgot. And the value add was <laughs> he's available. <laughs> but so that's that's the bottom five. I'm the teachers. Oh, so let's clear that. Let's cleanse that with a moment of positivity. Ah, Just a little salve, we? a little balm. And you know, all I have to say about streaming video is, with the rise of uh, video on demand, you know, while it might be eating into the traditional act of going to the movies and theaters, it's also providing access to a lot of films that would have gone unknown before, especially films made outside the U.S. 
you get lots of uh, well, actually, yeah. Mac- UK films and, 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 and South Korean and, and, and yeah, yeah, Asian. Yeah, those Asian are your Mac- stuff coming, in, coming into coming to Netflix that you know I, I uh, and a lot of great. Uh, I would say a lot of great B horror movies come yeah. out of the UK, actually just out of Europe. Period. That don't get theatrical releases. I think yeah. it would be. I, I think it'd be great if their if their algorithm was if there was just a, a better way to see. Here's all the cool B yeah. shit that were. Do you like B horror specifically? Yeah, yeah their, their catalog is definitely outstripping their ability to make it easy to find it stuff is. that you Absolutely. you know in its categories. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, but that's that's that, and that's the show, everybody. Nice. Thanks for listening. Uh, as always, uh, thank you to fellow film pigs Stephen Fall. Yeah, uh-huh. And Todd Robert Anderson. I lost a trivia game about direct-to-video movies. <laughs> and a huge thanks to Adam Blau, who provides all of our wonderful music. Uh, thank you so much. Listen to his podcast, uh, Rarified Air. You can find that on iTunes and other podcast places, I'm, I'm assuming. It's the best. Um, it's really, really cool. Uh, and until next time, I'm your host, Steve Skelton, and Todd really probably should have won that. So I, the, here's why here's my I'm mad about myself for vengeance. <laughs> Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis is higher profile. He's closer to the A-list. Yeah. For sure, than Nick Cage. Yeah. Nick Cage, so, so... A movie, Vengeance. Okay, that's a that's a one word title. That is a, a title that maybe has like it, it would have some juice, right? If it was a Bruce Willis movie, you might have yeah. heard of it. Bruce Willis I, in Vengeance. Yeah, and I should have just said okay, but more poopy the movie out. Just poop the movie out. Vengeance, Nick Cage. Yeah. It should have gone Nick Cage. The the name was too good for. It to be a for I mean, name was too good bad for it to be a Bruce Willis movie. That's a that's a good point.